home of the stars, through the airwaves and on the big screen. Coming to you live from Hollywood, it's Rated G Radio with your host, Garrett Miller. Welcome back to Rated G Radio. For those of you who just missed uh, the most scintillating six minutes of radio broadcasting in history, that show is now <laughs> like the movie Contact, where Jodie Foster blinks and a half a trillionth of a second later, she's gone to the edges of the universe and back, and everybody else thinks she's crazy. Or that season on Dallas where Bobby died, but then miraculously came back when the ratings tank and Larry Hagman begged Patrick Duffy to come back and magically film a uh, soap commercial on his successful return to the Dallas set. That's the last six minutes. But we are not going to chip you out of a full hour of Rated G Radio. We are back live, folks. It is Wednesday, July 5th, uh, 5.08 p.m. now. I'd like to welcome back to the show Rebecca Fisk, and at the same time also welcome listener Jill from Salem, Oregon, who I've known for uh, longer than either of us should absolutely admit, but um, it is a pleasure to have Jill back listening on the show. So, Rebecca, um, I'd say let's pick up where we left off, but nobody knows where we left off, so welcome to the show. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you again. Yes, I was talking about my uh, my one-footed tap dancing because I'm recovering from a broken pinky toe. Nice. That has to hurt. You know, it did. I dropped a handheld vacuum cleaner on it. And Why let me tell you, you folks, you don't need to do it. It's painful. Let me just, just trust me on this one. <laughs> okay. But hey, I can well, walk. It's not horrible. It's not horrible, but... I, you know, two weeks is not enough time for it to be completely healed. So I have not been walking the hill, which has been driving me crazy. So I usually walk 17 miles a week and haven't been able to do that. And so I'm, uh, I'm going to so how the are binge you... watching topic. <laughs> well, we'll get to binge watching in just a second, but I need to know, what are you doing to stay active? Um, well, my, my brain's really active. <laughs> Um, uh-huh. I, uh-huh, my brain's really active. I mean, I'm doing some walking, but it's nothing like my normal activity. Um, gotcha. And I have actually talked to a doctor twice about it, and she's been like, look, you know, elevated. I'm kind of beyond the ice thing at this point. But she mm-hmm. said that if I can give it a good couple of few weeks, you know, maybe another week, hopefully that'll be it. Um, she said if I really stay off it, it will heal much more quickly. So I've just been trying to listen so- to the doctor. Now, Yes. Are you, I was going to say, are you going to listen to the doctor or are you just still practicing for your 5K? No, I'm listening to the doctor uh, because I realize that if I don't, it's going to take a lot longer to heal. And I'd rather have it heal in three or four weeks versus 10. Right. It's a pinky toe. It's not even at the joint. Like it's not that big a deal, but it's enough that I still want to be mindful and respectful to my body. So you asked me what I've been doing to stay active, and I really have not been very active at all, but I've been doing some of my exercises, shoulder exercises, a little bit of weightlifting. Um, I've even done some kind of chair yoga stuff, um, kind of trying to work on the abs a little, and I will be doing more of that, Um, but I'm doing it all very slowly right now. Good for you. What are you doing to stay entertained while you're, you're doing all of these chair exercises? Oh, gosh, it brings me to my binge watching. So well, I have been binge watching. Let's talk about it. 
I've been binge watching Suits on Netflix. I'm not Have familiar with it? the show, so tell me about Suits. Suits is, long story short, it's kind of a lawyer show, but it's all the drama. Okay. You know, it's so much drama. And it's really fun to watch that stuff because, as Garrett knows, uh, like I don't backstab people and I don't gossip. And I, I, it's been a long time since I did any of that. I used to. I used to because there's something about feeling important if somebody's telling you a secret and saying, oh, don't say anything. And so I was in my 20s when people targeted me for backstabbing, and it really hurt. And I thought, you know, this really hurts. I don't, I don't think I want to do this anymore. And then I had kind of started my spiritual journey already and started to understand that whatever you put out in the universe is what you get back. And I didn't want to participate in that. So it's been a really long time. But it doesn't mean it's not fun to watch it. <laughs> I don't do it. I consider everything confidential when I have a conversation with someone because I figure if you want somebody to know something, you'll tell them yourself. It's not my job. So, anyway, there so you go. What's the, what's the storyline that is really drawing you into suits? Well, I don't want to – well, the, the, the main storyline is that it's about a guy who ends up basically bluffing his way into a law firm as a lawyer. And he's got a photographic memory. Uh, he is orphaned at the age of 11 and has to live with his grandparents because his parents are killed by a drunk driver. So he makes it. He wants to make it his mission to become a lawyer, but he does something where he ends up getting expelled even before he actually starts, you know, studying. Oh, and there's so the twist. It's this, it's, oh, there's lots of twists. It's actually quite fun. It's fun and compelling. The writing is really pretty good. I got a couple of things that I go, eh, but I also write. So I feel like I'm not a professional writer, but I've done a couple of scripts, a couple few. And so, you know, there's some things that I see where I go, come on, you guys, you could have done better with this. But most of it is really good writing and it's very compelling and you want to keep watching. Thus, binge watching. <laughs> mm -hmm. so. Now, how many episodes are in the season? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm not sure. I want to say so, so is maybe it like a 10 episode 14 or, or, or 15. A, no, it's okay, a 14, so it's a, 15, it's a decent 15, size. 15. Yeah, okay. yeah. And and I there think there's six seasons. I think there's six seasons, I think. Yeah. Well, six seasons that I don't have suits on my playlist? Okay, so I, I will fix that once we are done with the broadcast tonight. Because if there's six seasons of anything, even if it's terrible, I would probably watch it. But if you like it, that's a great recommendation. Um, the show that I recently got turned on to, I added it to my queue, did not plan to watch it for a long time because I'm going through and trying to get as much stuff off of my playlist, seen, done, wrapped up with a nice bow, and off we go. But I finished watching the last season of Grace and Frankie. And oh, my challenge okay, yeah. with Grace and Frankie was that they split the season into two parts. They should have just called it season seven and then season eight, but they did not because I don't know, maybe we should ask the writers uh, who are out on strike. And so I'm sitting here watching season seven, which I'd seen the first half, but it's been so long since I've seen it. I was like, I don't think I've seen it. No, I've seen that scene, but I have this, this thing, Rebecca, and I don't understand it as a psychic. Maybe you can give me some insight, but I swear there are shows that I guarantee you there's no way that I've ever, ever seen, but I will see scenes in the show and I'll be like, I've seen this whole thing before, and it's only like mm -hmm. a particular scene, not like the whole episode or something like that. 
but there was just too much of, that was going on on the Grace and Frankie where um, I was like, no, I, I know I've seen this. I know what's coming up. It's, you know, and then I remembered part one, Jane Fonda of season seven, the last season of Grace and Frankie. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. The first half of the season, Jane Fonda has her dyed auburn, you know, blondish hair. And then the second half of the season, which takes place at the same time, but quote unquote later, because that's how they released it. She now has this gorgeous silver, you know, black hair that, looks absolutely fantastic, except, you know, it just looks like she went from the the brunette version of that to the gray version of that. Both of it looks like a million dollars. But it was only until Jane Fonda goes gray, I was like, oh, these are the episodes that I haven't seen. So I've been trying to get through that. And you know, Rebecca, when I'm binge watching something, I'm lucky if I can get through, you know, an hour a week. I mean, there's just, I mean, there's no way I'm getting through yeah. 30 minutes a day or anything like that. Just, I just don't have the attention span. And so right. I made it my point to get through that, saw the last of it yesterday, and then that was early enough in the day where I was like, well, now I've got, you know, I've got the rest of the day, what am I going to watch? And a friend of mine that I work with, he had said, have you seen the new show Glamorous with Kim Cattrall? You know, Kim Cattrall from Sex and oh, yeah, the City yeah. is a big yeah. kerfuffle because, you know, she, she's not coming back to Sex and the City or just like that. And, you know, everybody, da, 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 da. well, that's, this is a, a publicist dream come true because, you know, that drama just writes itself. Okay. But here's why Kim Cattrall doesn't need Sex and the City, because she's got the show called Glamorous, also on Netflix. Now, if you've ever seen the show Ugly Betty, sorry to telegraph this to you folks, but this is basically Ugly Betty, but with a completely different storyline and characters, but it's Ugly Betty. But it is fantastic. It is, I'm in it. Um, I love the characters. It's very LGBTQ friendly. It is um, just, you know, there's a lot of drama. There's a lot of comedy. There's a lot of, I mean, you can just see that the, the possibilities are endless. So um, in a, in a, binge watch mode yesterday I watched two whole episodes and, and I thought that my head would explode because I watched two but I would have watched wow, the third one yeah. but the, the fireworks are going off and I was like okay I think it's just going to be time for that anyway so that's what I'm binge watching is glamorous with Kim Cattrall uh, absolutely a must see if you like her if you like uh, witty writing and you like LGBTQ content um, it's it's super fun so anyway so that's what I started watching that's binging. No, that's you know. cool. What else is, that sounds intriguing for sure. Well, it's, um, it, it, you know, it's one of those where you, it, when I first saw the, the, you know, the intro, I'm like, oh, and then the character development starts and you see exactly what's going to start taking place. And you're like, okay, I am in it for this character. I can't wait to see what happens. You know, this is going to be very predictable. This is not going to be earth shattering on any level, but it's going to be fun. So I'm in it for a fun show and that's what this is. Um, but to, to watch the fun show, Rebecca, are you drinking anything interesting lately that you might like to talk about? Oh gosh, drinking. Oh gosh. Okay. Well that, that's a whole other thing that you didn't even expect. <laughs> well, uh, well, I was going down a, just, a particular I, topic of conversation, but that's okay. Yes. You know, from our show notes. Yes. Okay. No, no that's okay. okay. That's okay. I, all, all kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I'm contemplating going off of coffee, which is, what? you know, a lot. Exactly. <laughs> 
Um, that's how I think all of my friends are going to react because I love coffee. I love it. And I'm a snob about it. I don't like the diner coffee. I like really good coffee. But I like it with cream and sugar. Mm-hmm. And I don't use the fake stuff. I usually use maple syrup because it's pretty natural, or I'll use coconut sugar because it's just dried sap also. That's, I don't know if people know that, but coconut sugar is basically dried sap as well. Like maple syrup is actually tree sap. So it's really natural. It doesn't raise your sugar index as much as other sweeteners like refined sugar. Um, but I did have COVID a year ago. And after that, I noticed I, my immune system's been doing some different kinds of things. And granted, I haven't been as diligent on my normal health protocol, which is, you know, I, I've probably talked about this before. I love isogenics. I drink the shakes. I really love them. But I have not been disciplined about staying on the protocol in the last few months. And after having COVID, because now my immune system is um, a little more challenged, um, I actually talked to the doctor about that. And my doctor said, yeah, I've had other patients talking about that, about how they're noticing some things that they didn't notice before. And I, you know, like you can have things that lay dormant in your body that just are there forever and ever. And then something will trigger a response and then your body reacts. It's kind of like cold sores, right? We all have the virus in us for those of us who have the virus, but we only maybe get a cold sore when we get really stressed or something else happens, right? So, there's been a couple little things, like I have a little patch of eczema that was one little teeny tiny dry spot on my elbow, and it's become more than a teeny tiny dry spot. And basically, it's like, yeah, I know it's sugar, sugar and yeast, and what feeds the yeast is sugar. So that's my whole dilemma. It's like, I can go off sugar otherwise, but it means I'd have to give up my coffee. So I've been thinking about trying the mushroom coffee, which I have not done yet. And so, Garrett, I wanted to ask you, have you tried what they're calling mushroom coffee? Okay, so this is an interesting conversation because I am really late to the Instagram world. I've had an account for a million years, and it was really only last year when a friend of mine that I worked with, she said, Garrett, you know, you really need to be on Instagram. You'll notice I'm not sharing my Instagram name with you or anything like that. I'm not looking to be the next Kardashian on that platform yet. But what I have loved, and we, I promise I will circle back to mushroom coffee because there's a, there's a problem here. Okay. Is that on my Instagram feed, I now see French bulldogs and chihuahuas all day long. And it's the most oh, amazing they have thing your number. ever. <laughs> they have my yes. number. And, and the next yes. thing I know, I like one chihuahua uh, thing and, or French bulldog thing. And then I've got another, I've got a, a a pit bull feed now where people just, you know, kiss their pit bulls and I've got this feed and that feed and oh my god, it's been like the best thing ever. So if I need something to like brighten up my day, I go onto Instagram and I magically find that. Uh, but it's also giving me lots of other advertising. Now we all know that Instagram is owned by Facebook and in Facebook I've just always scrolled past the ads, I report the ads, I'm like, screw you ads, I hate your guts ads. And then, you know, there we go. On Instagram, oh my gosh, I have um, about, I'm two months into this program. I've got to find it because I don't even mind giving this guy a a free commercial here on the show, but I stuff up in front of me. But it's like, um, it's not chiropractic work, but it's like that where he pulls on your neck and it gets your brain left side, right side adjusted. So when your brain's in balance, your body can heal itself. It's the most amazing thing ever. It looks crazy, but I love it. 
But then the other thing that also started coming up was mushroom stuff. Now, it's interesting because I know if you ever say anything into the, you know, and your phone is on, you magically start getting ads for these types of things. So don't ask me how this came up. But I bought this book probably oh, three or four weeks ago. It's called The Holistic Guide to Wellness, uh, Her Herbal Protocols for Common Ailments. Now, Rebecca, you and I, I think we talked last month about Ayurvedic healing and a certification program I was getting ready to start and some books. Well, all of a sudden, this holistic guide to wellness pops up, and I'm like, you know, I think I'm going to buy this. Now, you can buy the hard copy, or you can buy the hard copy and also get the, the e-book. Well, I did the hard copy and got the e-book, so that's great, right? So I'm, you know, reading through it, and the first two or three protocols talk about, you know, the real reason that so many people have so many different ailments is your gut health. And... Um, different things that you can do to help improve that. And one of the things that is commonly repeated throughout is the fact that mushrooms, and by the way, she's not selling products. So I don't have to buy the book and then buy her products and, you know, do the whole line. She's just saying as a somebody who's, you know, done the clinical research and has had uh, multiple school work, school MS, I can't even say it, the Michael J. Fox thing. Um, you see so many different ways that diet can impact how you feel and your health. So I bought the book, and so it's, I'm reading the book, and it's talking about mushrooms. I'm like, oh, that's just the grossest thing I've ever heard. Absolutely not will I ever be doing that. And the next thing I know, I get this ad, see, because, you know, they're all listening. I get this ad for <laughs> Rise Superfoods, R-Y-Z-E, mm -hmm. Rise Superfoods, yeah, yes, and yes. they have mushroom coffee, okay? So they're Rise. You, um, I'm giving them a, a free promo now because they gave me a great deal. Um, but I just ordered <laughs> okay. a boatload of Rise coffee. Great. You know, that sounds fantastic. It hasn't arrived yet, so I don't know how it will taste. I'm really hopeful. Um, and then on top of that, there was a um, – then I'm like, okay, good. So I'm going to have mushroom coffee. I can't wait. They say it's going to taste more like a, a cocoa, you know, nutty flavor. It's not going to be gross. And I'm like, I could do that. Okay, great, right? And then the next thing I know, yesterday – there's an, hey, if you like mushrooms, we've got mushroom gummies. And they go through all of the thing, and I've got the website somewhere here. And if you order, you know, one bag, you, you know, then they'll tempt you with a special discount if you get the second bag. And I ordered about, I don't know, a million bags. And so they're going to come. And, you know, they tell you about all the different health benefits that each of these mushrooms have from anti-inflammatory, which I'm very interested in. I don't feel inflamed, but, you know, we all have inflammation that we can you know, deal with mental clarity, you know, you name it, A to Z. Do the research. I'm not your, I'm not your primary care physician, but I play one on TV. <laughs> so I've, I've got all these mushroom products coming. And then, Rebecca, I just don't even know where to stop because now I am addicted to the ads on Instagram and everything that oh, I no. see, I'm going, <laughs> I must buy. And I have no, I have no remorse about it. Oh, I even bought, there is a new purple um, purple teeth whitener. You know how if you have blonde hair, you oh, yes, put the I, I purple that. shampoo yep. on? Yep. Yeah, and yep. it makes your hair yep. less blonde. It makes it, or your gold, it makes it more blonde. There's a product for teeth. And so I spent 30 bucks, and it's on its way from who knows where. I think it's from China. And you put it on your teeth. It looks like you're, you're brushing your teeth with purple shampoo. And then at the end of it, your yellow teeth become white. Now, I yep. drink enough you know, um, English tea or dark tea plus my, you know, 42 cups of coffee I have in the morning, black, no cream, no sugar. And my teeth should look miraculously white. They don't. They look about the color of my hair, yellow. So, or blonde. I'd say I have blonde teeth. Isn't that exciting? Ugh. 
And um, anyway, so I've got that coming. So the whole thing is, is the Instagram ads, they are so engaging. Damn you, Instagram, that I like the, the products that they are, they're hawking. Gary? So I, on the next show, I come asking for donations. You'll know why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm going to come over and I'm going to take your credit card. And I, okay, will, meet you, I will meet you for lunch at our lovely oh, okay. place. Go to place. Absolutely. Once a month. Yes. And, okay. and I will sit with you while you order whatever, and then I will take your credit card okay. with me. When I, and I will not okay. get them. I, but I will the purple teeth whitening things. I just saw that recently. And by the way, I do have something in my pantry called Ohm Mushroom Superfood. And it is oh, okay. 10, 10 mushroom species and three botanical adaptogens. For optimal health and recovery, but okay, it's chocolate so flavored. It's it? not coffee. Um, you know, you just mix it with water. What I was doing is mixing it into coffee, or sometimes my other shake. It's 21 grams of uh, plant protein. But oh, nice! I haven't. I need to try it again because it's been a while since I had it, and I do really like what the, the you know the mushrooms um, benefits. I have a friend who was making something called Joey Bars for a while, and they were vegan, absolutely delicious, delicious, and they had most of the mushrooms in them that that this blend has in it. So you and I can compare the rice coffee, mushroom coffee, with the, the chocolate-flavored Ohm Master Blend that I have. We can do a taste test. I'm fine like. with that. I, I will totally be on board with that. Anything that does – because I don't like mushrooms on pizza. I don't like mushrooms in general. So if it can not taste like mushroom but get all the health benefits from it, I'm absolutely there. So that's super cool. Okay. Um, yeah, why not? What, uh, th- there's something else I wanted to talk to you about, again, from Instagram. One of the things that I've struggled with in the last few months is uh, being creative. And last fall, I went back into the recording studio to work on my, I think it's my fifth or sixth studio album. And went in with some great ideas that just basically fell flat on the face. And, you know, of course, as a creative person, I will always be like, oh, it's terrible. It's terrible until it's done. And then it's, oh, my gosh, it's the best thing ever. So those songs are probably going to turn out really great when they're done. But, you know, midway through, the songs suck. And so at the end of the year, you know, I I didn't didn't run out of money. I just chose not to spend money on more studio time because I just had no more creativity in my head couldn't write a lyric to save my life. And so the last few months, I have been going, well, you know, I need to get back to the studio. My producer is like, Garrett, you know, the time's a ticking. Let's get it done. I'm like, Brian, I just don't have any ideas in my head. So as the months have passed, anytime I have an idea, I just, I have a pad of paper and a pen right next to my desk at all times. Some people use it for to-do lists. Some people do it for other things. I use it for writing down song ideas or a lyric that will come to me, oftentimes in the middle of the night or while I'm doing my elliptical or whatever. So I've got some really cool ideas. Um, But I'm not finished yet. And then, again, Instagram, you know me too well. There was a post that I, I found today for rituals for removing blocks. Now, Rebecca, I'm coming to you because you are my expert at removing blocks um, historically with me, and I would love it if you can tell the listeners some of the ideas and things that you share with your clients on removing blocks to help open up whatever they would like to facilitate. Wow. Okay. Well, there are 
obviously different tools that can be used. Um, oh, let's see. Uh, I, I have more in my toolbox these days um, after the Love, Sex, and Relationship Coaching Certification Program that I'm involved in right now. And um, so, you know, gosh, I'm like, this is such a broad subject. Um, so let me just well, I know one of the things that I like. No, no, that's well, yeah, while you ahead. check in, one of the things that I love to do, um, just clearing the energies in my house, is burning Palo Santo wood or sage. Um, you know, you've seen those crazy memes on Facebook where, you know, the entire house is burning down. It's like, yep, I think I still need some more sage. That's kind of me when I'm doing the sage <laughs> in the house. And I like to sage probably at least once a month, if not more, depending upon if I've had Airbnb guests staying at the house um, or just, you know, weird vibes or whatever. That plus my, my sound bounce that I do at the house as well. But I'll use the uh, sage, and um, along with that tends to be a lot of decluttering at the same time, and that tends to help uh, remove, you know, blocks, whether it's at work or here at the house or whatever the case may be, it, and I get to a point of going like, that doesn't serve me, it's time to go. So looking either to donate or pitch, um, you know, I'm big into trying to just spring clean year-round. So that's one one way I remove blocks, at least that way, but I know you've got some others. Well, yeah, and I want to say that you bring up a really great point because, you know, removing blocks is such a huge umbrella. And one of the things that's really beautiful is that if you clear energy in one area of your life, it affects everything else. So as Garrett pointed out, when you cleanse the energy in your space by transmuting it, which is what sage and Palo Santo and holy water do, they, they literally take the energy, they allow the negative energy to dissipate, and they, they allow positive energy to come in, basically. Um, roses are really good at that, flowers. But roses are one of the highest vibrational frequencies on the planet. So if, you, like, um, if you're feeling like the house is feeling kind of sad or it's feeling stuck or it just feels like, oh, I don't like the energy in here, you know, run over to Trader Joe's and get yourself a 4 or $5 bouquet of the little little roses and stick them in the room or you know if you feel like it's stuck in every room put roses in the rooms and the roses will will literally take the energy they'll absorb the negative energy or the lower vibrational energy and they'll transmute it into something better um and you know yes if you do something such as clearing the clutter out of your closet or clearing clutter on a desk or releasing your old clothes or um, you know having an intention to release energy we can do something called cord cutting um, where you visualize your higher self above yourself and then the person that you want to cut cords from you visualize their higher self above themselves and you visualize these white light cords that connect the two of you like umbilical cords and then uh, visualize like these huge scissors coming and cutting the cords and the part that's connected to your energy body gets absorbed into your energy body and the part that's connected to the other person's energy body gets absorbed into their field so you're still sent from the source of God above but you're no longer connected to each other so that's another way you can remove blocks um, you know you can use breath work to shift energy in your body if you're feeling really stuck in your body. Um, and another thing that's really, really helpful is movement. So if you're feeling angry, one of the things you can do is you can literally stand up and dance. And, you know, like sometimes I'll just kind of bounce up and down a little bit on my feet and, and, and move my arms up and down. It doesn't even have to be big movements. 
but just kind of bouncing a little bit up and down and allowing myself to feel whatever it is I'm feeling. And again, this is especially helpful with anger. And then letting myself breathe into that and make noise and vocalize with whatever wants to come out. It might be low guttural, it might be like, oh, you know, deeper kind of um, energy. For some other people, it'll just be like, ah, I just don't want this in my body. But whatever comes up, what you want to let go of. You allow yourself to experience it. You allow yourself to give it voice, give it energy and movement and kind of keep vocalizing as you're moving your body. And then you allow yourself to start acknowledging when that feeling is starting to dissipate, whether it's that your body goes into relaxation or you feel like the anger is starting to relax and you don't feel it so strongly. And then what you can do is you can actually bring in other feelings and emotions. You can bring in pleasure. You can bring in happiness or joy or laughter. But allow that energy to shift into something that's a higher vibration. And when you bring the voice and the breath and the body movement into it all at once, it can be really effective um, at helping kind of transmute that energy into a different place in your body. Um, you know, and I know there are a lot of people thinking, yeah, but I don't live alone or I don't have a time and space for that, and I totally understand that. Obviously, you want to make sure it's a safe place and time to do that, um, but it's really, really effective. Um, and I know, Garrett, that you and I haven't talked about that as a technique, but it's really, really helpful. Um, you can read up on somatic healing. You can do breath work. You can do visualization where you allow yourself to acknowledge whatever it is that you're feeling that feels like a lower energy if you feel stuck or you feel sad. You can give yourself permission to be in that and then start to imagine what would it be like if I were on the other side of that. Like I can acknowledge that the circumstances are what they are in this moment and be brutally honest with myself about whatever that is and give myself a few moments, maybe a limited amount of time to sit in that. But then I can also visualize what do I really want that situation to be, or at least how do I want to feel and experience that if that's not my present reality? And so if you start bringing their five senses into a different possibility around that situation, you bring in your taste, your, your, the, the hearing sound, you know, a sound, taste, feeling, um, what am I missing? Sight, smell, taste, sound, and feeling. I think I got them all. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Touch, feeling. Yeah. So when you bring all of those senses into imagining what the situation can be and you let yourself sit with that until you actually can feel like it's what your present reality is, when you practice something like this, you're actually allowing your body to, to shift into a different vibrational energy. And you'll start to attract the things that you want into your life. So, you know, if you've heard about manifesting your law of attraction, a lot of the principles have to do with that. They don't mean to ignore where your present reality is. It's just you've got to acknowledge those emotions, those feelings, and what is, and then allow yourself to move into a place of what's possible and then start to live in that place of that possibility. As long as we stay open to possibility, we, those possibilities can occur in our lives. We just have to remind ourselves that we're not stuck in that other place forever. There we go. So those are some things that we can do. Yeah. I feel very unblocked at this point. So unblocked that I think I'm ready to <laughs> see if you're ready to take some listener calls. I am. I am. I am. Okay. So um, for everybody who called in on that fake first episode of today that we do not speak of, I've lost all of your information. So in the first call, 
Um, it's coming from 780. I'm going to ask for your name and topic. And then while that person is talking with Rebecca, I'm going to go screen the rest of the call so you can ask questions and get you guys going. So our first caller tonight is from 780. May I have your first name and the topic you'd like to ask Rebecca about, please? It's Catherine, and the question is on careers. Career. Catherine, career. Catherine, you are live with Rebecca. Okay. Go ahead, please. Welcome to the show. Oh, okay. Hi, Catherine. Okay. All right. So I, I love your energy already. So you are somebody who gets things done. Like you are very motivated. You're self-directed. Um, you are. You, you dot all the T's. You are, or dot all the I's. Cross all the T's. Um, meticulous, detail-oriented, um, and you know, I don't want to go so far as to say a perfectionist because you understand that people make mistakes, but you have a very hard time allowing yourself to make mistakes. So let me, let me just say it that way. Um, but very, very thorough, very concise. You do really well when you're given a specific task and then given the, the, the freedom to just get it done. And you basically, you know, typically blow the, blow the doors off everybody that you give a presentation to because you are that thorough. So, um, so my question, so here's what, what I get about where you are with career right now. There really, I, I kind of feel like you've already hit a ceiling where you are. There isn't really any place to go. And it's not because you're not really good at what you do. It's just there's, there, there just isn't upward movement possible for you in your current situation. It's interesting because, you know, the energy that you have, it's like, okay, you could be a lawyer, you could be somebody who does something in the sciences, although I feel like what you're doing is much more people-oriented than, than science, um, which is why a lawyer feels a little bit more appropriate, that kind of an energy, because you're that precise. And then yeah, that's, 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 that, that's exactly what I do. Okay. So thank you. So, um Right now, it's almost like you're at a small firm and they only do certain things and you like their mission, but there's nowhere to go. Yeah. So it's like, what would you like to do? Because the other thing is, yeah, you could go to a bigger firm where there's more opportunity for advancement, but are they in alignment with what what you feel your mission is? And because what I feel like is you're getting burned out about seeing the bad behavior in people, and that's kind of in your face all the time. You're a really good person, and you got into this because you want to do your best for people or the entities that you're working on behalf of for the right reasons. And I feel like right now there's a bit of disappointment happening for you because you're seeing the worst of stuff, and it's over and over and over and over. And it's mm-hmm. it's like... I feel like it's making you really sad, but you're not in a place where you can, like, this is, you, you tell yourself, this is what I wanted. But sometimes we do what we wanted, and it's not exactly what we thought we wanted. So I really want to strongly encourage you to give yourself permission to do something different. Because, and I'm not saying don't stay in law. You can stay in law if you choose to. But I really want to encourage you to do something that feeds your soul. So if you if you decide to continue practicing, either find a place where you believe in the mission of the person who's leading mm-hmm. or find a business or corporation that you believe in the mission that they're trying to bring to the world and that the people in at the top have integrity about what they're doing. So because if you can't, if, you know, if you're seeing that the, the law can be manipulated, and that's bothering you, at least if you can find somebody to work for who you know has integrity, then remembering that that's, that you're working on behalf of that integrity will help you feel better. Does this all make sense? 
Um, yes, but I'm in a smaller market. So, okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, that's why at the beginning when I was talking about being in a small at a small firm. Um, hang on just a second. Let me just ask one more thing here. So, you know, part of this too is you have a lot of leadership ability, mm-hmm. and I feel like the person that you're working for is not as strong in leadership ability. It feels like you're, you're somebody who would come in and say, look, we're going to put these particular things into place and this is why, and this makes it fair for everyone. I feel like the leadership you have right now is kind of like, well, you know, let's just kind of wait and see what happens, and that's not the way you do things. Mm-hmm. So that's the other piece of this, and it's like, well, you could find some place where the leadership is someone that you can learn from and look up to or potentially look at trying to find a place where you can be in more of a leadership role. Okay. I, and, I, and I know, like, I know that that's not why you came into law. Yeah. But at the same time, it, it's, it will save some frustration for you. So you have to get into a place where you're either in acceptance of where you are or you have to decide you want to change something. And you get to decide what that is. Like, there's no wrong answer for you except to come back into an alignment with what your heart and your gut is telling you. Okay. And I think that the person that you're working for has a good mission. Like, they have a really good idea about what they're trying to do in the world, but they just don't have good leadership skills. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So, okay. I mean, I guess, that, so my question to you would be, what would you like to do moving forward? Yeah, I, I think I just want to have somewhere where I go in you know, files are handed to me. I get them done and go home at the end of the day. Okay. And forget about so, it. So can you do that where you are? Can you detach yourself? No, there's not enough work. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Because um, I get that you like the person you work for. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I really do kind of feel like I, this has been going on for a while. This isn't new. Yeah. Um, so you kind of have to decide if you can make peace with it for the time being because things will change. I do feel like there's some things that are going to be changing in the fall, maybe around um, September, October. Things will get busier, and then I feel like you'll be busier into the beginning of next year, like into the, the end of the, the first quarter. Um, and I feel like if you're willing to kind of sit it out for a little bit longer, take the time to really get focused about what it is exactly that you want. You know, really, truly get clear. How much do I want to work? How many hours do I want to put in every day? How busy do I want to be? And then see what happens, because you'll either okay. either an opportunity is going to open up for you someplace else, or there will be more business coming into this place. But you, it's part of this is what's the ebb and flow of the actual business where you are, and right now it's the lull. Yeah. So it'll be busier again in the fall. So can you can you stay busy enough and or enjoy kind of having the relaxed time? for the time being, even though I know this isn't who you are, you're somebody who spins your wheels if you're not doing anything. But, you know, see if you can find something to occupy the time until you figure out what you really, really want to do. Okay. 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 But it's, I, okay. Try, to, try to look at this as an opportunity to decide what you want to do next. Like you're being given enough breathing room uh-huh. to decide what you want. I also know you like to be busy because then, you know, you don't, you don't have to look at the stuff that maybe you want to do next because you're too busy. So you're yeah. being given the opportunity to kind of settle into like, well, who am I? What do I really, really want? Mm-hmm. And you get to have what you want. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Catherine. And then all the best. Take care. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye bye. Is that fun having choice? Okay. We're going to go to our uh, next caller, Donna. Donna, welcome back to Rated G Radio. You are now live with uh, Rebecca. Go ahead, please. Oh, thank you, Garrett. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Donna. How are you? Your foot uh, recovers soon. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it will. <laughs> um, what I wanted to say is I went to the beach about six weeks ago, and it was uh, the water was gray and it was windy, and you couldn't walk on the beach because the tide was high and there were big boulders on the beach. But I looked at the sky, and I had what I call an epiphany. Uh-huh. I felt like the whole world opened up to me. But it's not like just looking at, you know, the vast sky and, oh, no, this is something I felt in my entire body. So I'm expecting something big to come in for me because I don't think I would have felt that. And I wanted to know what you were picking up, please. Okay. Well, the first thing is, yes, I got all of that. And it is kind of like one of those, ah, moments where the clouds part in the whole nine yards, right? Um, So part of this was really so that you can understand that everything is in you and you are in everything. Yeah, because it, it well, yeah. the thing is, that's, that's actually the truth. We have an illusion of separation, but we aren't. We are all part of the whole. We have this experience of us having this physical form that is separate from the table and the phone and the headset and the glasses and the water. We, we have this, you know, it's kind of like an illusion, but if you take anything, and magnify it enough times, you find that everything is more space than matter. Even mm-hmm. ourselves, they don't actually touch each other if you magnify them enough. So we have come into this collective agreement that we're going to experience things a certain way. But your epiphany was to understand that everything that makes up the clouds is in you, and you are okay. in them. And to I have a dire question. Yeah, go ahead. Go on. I'm sorry. Oh, I have a dire okay. question to ask you. I got in trouble with Social Security um, about a month and a half ago because last year I gambled and I won like four jackpots of $1,200, and I didn't think that I had to report it because um, I make less than 16000 a year, but mm-hmm. I get Social Security and SSI, and SSI, I had to report it. And is it going to all work out okay? Am I going to get my housing? And, you know, are they going to squirt it away okay, you think? I feel like it's going to be okay. They're going to ask you to, be like, to show verification of everything about where the income came from and what it is. And you'll be able to show them where, where, yeah. So yeah. they'll come back and you're going to be fine because it's a, it's a, you know, it's not like this is happening because this was kind of a one-time deal or maybe it was a couple of times, but you reported yeah, it. So you're, you're going to be fine. This isn't, you didn't commit an offense. It's, you know, it's, it's an honest mistake that most people don't know. If you have some, in, in some way, if you get income over, at least in California, if it's over, what, I think $600 or something, you have to report it. A lot of people don't realize that. No, no I didn't. Yeah. That it's an honest experience. It's an honest mistake. It's not a big deal. Um, and then the other piece of this is to go back to the epiphany that you had. Yeah. Just to remember, you know, there's that saying that everything in the universe is conspiring for your highest good. So you actually yeah. got to have an experience of what that feels like. Because in oh. that moment, you felt like the whole world was there for you. And it is. Yes. 
I felt like it, is. it was all open. I felt like I'd won the lottery and I was going to travel the world or something. It was unbelievable. And it wasn't yeah. a part of clouds or anything. It was just no, I know. I understand. It was all yeah. happening inside of me. Yeah. It was yeah, Everything is perspective. Everything is perspective. And when we allow, we get to have a different experience. But most of us have been so programmed to see things a certain way. We don't allow ourselves to just experience the moment. So you had a really huge moment there that shows you that you get to choose that anytime you want to. So anytime you're having any kind of struggle or questioning or feeling sad or scared, go back to that moment. Close your eyes and remember what all of your senses were experiencing in that moment Mm. and know Mm. that you can live there as long as you want to. I mean, that's part of what meditation is about. Meditation is about mindfulness and mindlessness. Not thinking, but being full of what is. So you've had such an extraordinary moment that you get to call on that anytime you want to in your whole life. Oh, good. So you get to live there. Just remember it. And your brain doesn't know if you're experiencing it right now or if it's a memory. And that's phenomenally beautiful. Yeah. Congratulations, Donna. Thank you, Gary. (laughs) Thank you, Rebecca. Nice (laughs) to have you on on the phone again. Oh, thank you, Donna. Thank you so much. And thanks for sharing that. And all the best to you. Take good care. Thank you, Donna. Have a great night. You too. I always love hearing from our regulars when we take calls. Not all shows, as all the the callers will know, do we take calls. So it's um, lovely to be able to take everybody's call tonight. I would be remiss if I didn't try to shamelessly plug Rebecca's um, services that she offers outside of Rated G Radio and her Women in Intuition Network show, which we haven't even talked about, Rebecca, so we'll have to have you plug that too. But Rebecca's got a great website at IamRebecca.com. If you would like to schedule a private reading with her and um, you know, get a block of time that's dedicated just to you and you alone, you can go to her website and sign up to do that at IamRebecca.com. That's for everybody who's listening on Memorex. If you're listening live on the show, on the show page, I've edited the content so you can actually just click the link and that will go directly to IamRebecca.com and you can book a reading today. Our next caller is going to be coming from Sharon and Sharon is calling about her career. Do we sense a trend? Will it be broken with Amos <laughs> Calnet? Who knows? But I know. Sharon, you're now live I with Rebecca. Go ahead, please. Up. Can you hear me? Can you hear yeah. me okay? Yeah, hi. How hi. are you? I watch Suits too, by the way. I watched all, I watched, I loved it. You just, you, you're on your seat the whole time. It just keeps oh, yeah. your interest, doesn't it? It really does. <laughs> I know. Really I just thought I'd tell you, yeah. I watched it. I loved it. I really yeah, like that show a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> keeps you going for sure. So how can I help? Well, my question to you is in my career, um, it's that time again. We just started this week for our mid-review, for, you know, every six months. It's going to be the first week of August. How do you feel my review is going to go? I really do. I love my job, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's, um, I mean, I feel like it's going to pretty much be what you expect. Most of it's going to be glowing and wonderful, and they'll have one little thing where it's like, well, this is where you need to improve. But they always do that. It's the same I know. formula. And they have to have something on there where you can improve because otherwise they don't, they're not doing their job as a manager. If they can't show that somebody under them needs to improve or needs to focus on goals, there's no need for them. 
So, and this is something for everybody because most people don't understand that. When you get your reviews and there's always something they nitpick about, it's because they're keeping job security for themselves. It doesn't necessarily have anything to do with your performance. Because, Sharon, I will tell you, you're stellar. They couldn't ask you to do more and better than what you do already. Like they I can't put even my whole heart into it. You make. I, oh, yeah. They, can't, I even, really, they I, can't even find mistakes. Like, they really can't. But it's like, and, and don't be surprised if they come to you and say, before they even give you anything that is, you know, needs improvement and we're going to focus on this goal, don't be surprised if they ask you to give them your goals first and the line, the area to improve on with your goal. Don't be surprised. That's my impression. But it's going to be pretty much the same status quo as what they've always done. So, yeah, no, there's right. no surprises. They want to keep you. They want you happy, but they still want you to give them your best, and they expect that that encouraging you by not giving you a 1,000% glowing review will encourage you to do that. So, yeah. But you do feel it's going to go good. I, it will go oh, decent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, keep, yeah. I love it. It keeps I, my brain occupied. I, I really like it. Anything else about awesome. my job can you pick up? You know, you have a really strong intuition, and when things are not right, you know it. So just sit back and watch and allow yourself to see where your intuition's working really well. Because there's stuff that goes on around you that you stay out of, which is really wise. You're right. That's I want to see if you picked up on that. Yeah, there's so, there's just so, one particular woman that likes, you know, there's always one. She's very negative, and she does like to stir the pot up. Yeah, I and, and she that. will in, yeah, no, and that's perfect. So, you, you know, just, but you can kind of play with your intuition because it's really strong and just be like, oh, she came up with that. She's, she, there's something going on and like, before the end of the day or the next day, you're going to know that, yeah, your intuition was right. So you can play with your developing intuition with this, but you do everything right. You're very discerning. You know when to chime in and when to sit back and, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. Keep honoring what your heart and your gut keep telling you. You're doing awesome. Thank All you, right. Sharon. Thank you so much. Oh, you're Great so welcome. Thank you, Sharon. Have a nice evening, Rebecca. And both Thank of you. you. Thank you. Well, just, Thank just you, Rebecca, Sharon. I'll have an okay evening. Thanks, Sharon. Okay, gee, thanks. No. <laughs> Sharon, I'm just you're kidding, so Sharon. funny. Oh, my goodness. Bless your heart. <laughs> Take care. We'll talk to you hopefully next month. Let us know how that review wanna... goes. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, thanks, Sharon. Okay, our last caller of the night, we're going to um, end it on a high note with Amla. She's calling about love, or I think she said relationships. So, Amla, you're okay. now live with Rebecca. Please go ahead. Hi, Rebecca. How are you doing? Hi, Amla. Oh, doing well. How are you doing? Good. I just wanted to – I had a reading with you as in a, a private one, and you said I'd meet the person at age 49, and I'm 49. <laughs> so okay. Well, that's exciting. That is exciting. I'm wondering, how do you feel? Like, how do I meet him? Is it this month? Okay, well, there's a a couple things. So, I mean, I feel your excitement, which is really good, because that magnetic excitement always attracts. Um, I'm hearing probably next month. I feel like it's somebody you may meet. It feels he feels familiar to you, or this person feels familiar to you. Um, I don't know if you've already met them before, but it's like August to October, so it could be something where maybe you meet that person in August and then you cross paths again in October. But um, but it feels like it's very much right in front of you. So one of the things that I really want to strongly encourage you to do is make sure you're treating yourself the way you want a partner to treat you. And, I, and yeah. I mean that, like, people will be like, what? Yeah, if you wanted to try a new restaurant and you think, oh, I don't want to go because it's not, I wanted that to be a date. No, take yourself. Treat yourself yeah. the way you want to be treated. Behave the way that you would behave 
as if you were yeah. going out on a date or as if this person were already in your life. Start visualizing. Start feeling what that would feel like to have this person in your life and start yeah. being the person that you want to meet. And people will say, well, what do you mean by that? Well, the reality is we keep putting our energy out there thinking that somebody from the outside is going to make us feel a certain way. Our feelings are our responsibility. How I feel yeah. in this moment is dependent only on me. It's not dependent on Absolutely. somebody else. Yeah. So the yeah. more that you're doing to keep yourself in a high vibration, the more that you're doing things that you love, eating food you love, doing activities that you love, the more that you are in that vibration of being in love with yourself and being in love with your life, the more quickly you will draw that person to you. And also remember, and this is super important, it isn't about whether or not that other person chooses you. It's whether or not you, first of all, choose yourself and exactly. then choose yeah. who you want to invest your time and energy in. Because I'll tell you, I have spent a lot of time investing in people who were not investing in me. Yes. Lots yes. and lots I... and lots and lots of time. So invest in people who meet you where you are, and it's okay for you to say no thank you. They might have all the oh, yeah, qualities. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I'm definitely like that, and I think yeah. I think people yeah. in my past have, like, told me that, you know, like, I, I mean, actually, universe provides, so it was basically weeding out those people who, to give me self-love for myself. So you feel like it's August I meet him? I feel done? like it's either, it's August to October, and again, it's either somebody that you've already met, or it may be somebody whose paths you cross in August, and then on October you meet again. I'm not sure which it is, I just know I'm hearing August to October, and that it's going to okay. feel like you've already met him, or you have already met him. So, um, again... You know, part of this is also being so much in love with your own life and so comfortable in your own skin that everybody yeah. feels comfortable. So it'll yeah, feel absolutely. familiar. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm actually so. already doing it. I'm already just going to places where I want to go. Like, I have yeah, nothing to do perfect. with, like, is am I going to meet anybody? No, it's more like, no, my heart's saying, got to go, got to go. If I don't want to go, then I don't go. So perfect. I'm very, discernment. Yes, absolutely. Yes, discernment so, is hoping. great. Yeah. Yeah, so just be excited, and it's like every every moment is a possibility. But make Absolutely. sure that it's focused on, on, on what you want for you. The other piece of this is, do you love your life so much that if you didn't meet anybody, would you still be feeling joyful and happy and loving your life? And okay. if you're not, then look at the places in your life where you're putting energy that isn't actually making you feel joyful and loved and happy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And I knowing that you deserve love. Like that's the other thing. I deserve it. Everybody deserves it. And like you yeah. gotta be it and feel it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I, so, so I actually use the word worth it. Because yes. deserve almost feels like a contract. Oh, I did this so I deserve to have it now. I gave you this so I deserve this from you. No, you're worthy. We are all worthy of being loved just because we are children of God, period. It's our birthright. We have to to be open to it, and we have to remember that we are love. That is who we are. Our purpose on the planet is to be an expression of the divine. Absolutely, because we're pieces of them. We're pieces of divine. How can we not be love if we, yeah, yeah, makes complete sense. Yeah, so like Dr. said, her, her experience, she experienced all of divinity in that one moment, and she felt no separateness. So that's no separation. So 
that's what we get to remember is that we are all that. And so and then you some. are all that. And, and when that person who's in alignment with you and is ready to be all of that as well, when that person is ready, that person will show up when you're both ready. So, yeah, yeah so it's time. True. It's coming. There oh, we go, Amla. Yay. And thank you so much. I will. I will. Thank you so much. Take care. Have a great night. Thanks for calling back in. You too. Sure appreciate you. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Take good care. So, Ms. Rebecca, we've got three minutes left. Do you want to give us your best two bars about Women in Intuition Network show from today and any other plugs you want to give out to the entire world before I wrap up the show? Well, okay, there's a couple things. So, yes, I had my Wisdom and Intuition Network show this morning. It's always the first Wednesday of the month at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, you can find information about it on my uh, Facebook page at I am Rebecca Intuitive Psychic. Um, and uh, you can also check out my website, like Garrett said, thank you so much, uh, IamRebecca.com. Actually, what I really want to leave everybody with is do what you love, and it's never too late. Garrett, I don't even know if you know this, but I'm singing in a cover band. So when you I'm told singing, me that I last month. To... I am so excited because okay. I think you're playing thank at a casino, yes. some, and yes. I've got to come and see this. At the end of July is our first gig, and then we, we may actually end up having a standing gig there. But, um, you know, many, 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 many moons ago, I wanted to be a singer. That's really what I wanted to do. My dad was a professional musician. He said, no, you can't do it. So I didn't. And so now I'm actually in this place where my kid is going to go off to college in another year, and I get to actually just create the life that I've always wanted for myself. I'm giving myself permission Give yourself permission to do the things that you love. So I'm back to writing. I'm writing lyrics. I'm writing an animated feature. I'm singing, again, for the first time that's not just in the car <laughs> uh, in a long time. And I, I'm feeling more joyful. I'm feeling more like I'm experiencing these long moments. I love it. It's, it's you know, do what you love. Create the life that you love. Because we're here for ourselves and we're here to be an expression of the divine. If you are loving your life, you are absolutely bringing joy out into the world, whether you have a partner or not. And those are the times that we meet people because we're living in that vibration of loving our lives, that we attract all of that energy and love. So do that. Give yourself permission to do something you love every single day, something that brings you joy. So that's kind of what I would leave everybody with. And Garrett, speaking of all of that, I just want you to know how much I appreciate you and how much you are such a great friend and a great support and a great reminder to always show up and do what you love and show up 100% because you always, always do. And I am just so incredibly grateful that you're, I can call you my dear friend. Stop giving me goosebumps. Okay, that's all I can say, Rebecca, because <laughs> you know I love you and adore you. Anyway, so for everybody else out there, um, we are going to have more shows. I just don't have them programmed into the system yet, but rest assured, Rated G Radio is back. Monday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific time will be the usual show night. We just picked this because I was off today, and Rebecca and I said 5 o'clock sounds like a fun time to do it. So um, take us with you on iHeartRadio. Take us with you on Apple's podcast. Or just take us here on Blog Talk on Memorex. Listen, if you've been a caller, re-listen to the show. We are out of time. We'll be back super soon. Be nice to everybody, even the ones you don't like. It'll come back to you tenfold. And with that, I thank you for listening to Rated G Radio. You've been listening to Rated G Radio. 
Facebook.com.